This is the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to make a bigger impact and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Last time, we talked with the founder of Trademark Factory, Andre Minkov, about how entrepreneurs are using trademarks to create uniqueness in the market. We also spoke with accomplished coach, speaker, and author, Star Babatoon, about how she built a thriving business by following her passion. And we wrapped it up with our business builder segment, where we gave you some tips for creating an engaging stage introduction and talked about why that introduction is so important. Michael, what do we have planned for today's show? Well, first up in our Trends and Insights segment, Janelle will be talking with business matchmaker and strategist and the eWomen Network Managing Director in Vancouver, Washington, Brittany Nelson, about the growing trend of working with power partners. Next, in today's success interview, we'll talk with speaker, coach, and changemaker Arlene Peterson about how she's maintained focus in her business by knowing her big why. In our Business Builder segment, I'll be back to talk about how you can serve a much bigger audience with your current products and services by repurposing your existing content. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper and let's get started. First up, it's Trends and Insights, your insider's look at industry changes being leveraged by today's most successful coaches, authors, and speakers. Today, we're talking with business matchmaker and the eWoman Network Managing Director in Vancouver, Washington, Brittany Nelson. I'm so excited for our conversation today and to hear the insights that you have to share, Brittany. Welcome. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. You know, I'd love to start this conversation by asking our guests to share what is the current trend that you're seeing that's impacting coaches, authors, and speakers like yourself? Right now what I see as a trend is really where coaches are getting together and collaborating. So if they're a life coach or a relationship coach, and then some of their key power partners may be a business coach or a financial coach. They're really collaborating together to bring their clients the maximum results across all aspects of their life and their business and not trying to be the expert in all areas, really letting the life coaches be experts and the business coaches be experts, but having that core collaboration and community so that everyone can maximize the results and take their business or their life to the next level. I love that because I know for a while people were working to get certifications and to really learn 
all aspects so they could do it themselves. And I love the collaboration model because it really allows people to do what they excel at and really stay in their zone of genius versus trying to be all things to all people. Exactly. And sometimes I think what happens is when we're focusing on all areas and the client keeps getting stuck, as a coach we might not be able to see that. But if you know, I see one of my clients getting stuck on an area of their business, but I believe it's coming from something personally that they're going through or something in their life or a personal fear that keeps coming up, I can send them to a great partner that I have as a life coach, and that person can really work with them from a different angle and sometimes see things that I don't even see. I agree, absolutely. So how did you start to become aware of this? Because I think a lot of people, um, you know, collaboration is something that some people get and others are really struggling with it because they're afraid to um, bring in other people because they think they might lose business. But I think when you collaborate, you actually end up getting more personally. Right. I definitely think for my business, I've ended up gaining more. Yeah, I would go to networking events and I would be talking to all these great coaches and I would find out that we had some overlap in what we did, but maybe their favorite piece was, you know, their niche client was ABC and mine was EFG. And we just found out that even though we could serve all clients, we had our favorite niche clients that we wanted to work with. And the more coaches I started talking with, it seemed like everybody was starting to get on board with, well, what if I work with this client and you work with this client, or if I have this client, I could refer it to you, and if you have this client, you could refer it to me, and then we could all work with, in our niches and our expertise and really, like you said, leverage and collaborate with each other. So some of it was just conversations I would have in the marketplace. Some of it was getting on some of my coaching calls and working with other coaches. And then for myself, I really tweaked it and worked with it to make it work within my business, um, like you said, so that you feel like you're gaining business back and you're not losing business. And I'm always tracking referrals I'm sending to other coaches and referrals I'm receiving to see who my strong power partners and collaborators are. Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you as far as doing that. And it is important to track that. I know with our Turn Knowledge to Profit, we work a lot with um, power partners, strategic alliances, because we do something that's very niche and it really is nice when you can work with others so that the client's getting the full experience and not having to go out and search for each one of the pieces that they need when you've got a coach and a connection who can do the introductions because then they know that the client's going to get exactly what they need um, in the way they need it. Exactly. It's almost like um, when you have a doctor and, you know, you've got someone who's in a specialty, but you want them to all talk to each other because then it's not a lot of repetition. And I think it's a difference in mindset, but the people that get it, I believe, will be much more successful, especially as we get into, you know, New Year and, and we get into just different ways of looking at what clients actually need. Because I think clients, to be honest, a lot of times don't actually know exactly what they need. Exactly. And I think they appreciate it when, you know, they keep coming up against a wall or a specific block or a specific fear. I know my clients have appreciated me saying, okay, well, let's take a time out in our business 
and have you meet with, you know, a personal development coach or a fear coach or a, you know, a mindset coach to get you to the right mindset and then shift back over to the business coaching. So I know they appreciate that because they're going to get more out of the coaching on their business side once they really figure out what that root cause is. Absolutely. So do you have any suggestions on questions that people might be able to ask someone to determine whether a partnership is a good way for them to go? Because I think oftentimes people know they might want to work with someone as far as a power partner, but they're not sure how do they determine if it's a good fit. So because they can't determine that, they don't take any action. And I think, you know, if they had the right questions to ask, it might be able to help them. Yes, exactly. Um, I always am asking my power partners or potential power partners about their values. I ask them a lot about their customer service, how do they take care of a client. I ask them a lot about how they problem solve, like if they come up against a problem or you know, a unique situation with their client that they can't solve by themselves. How do they find the resources or the partners to help them through that? I talk a lot about communication with them. How do they communicate with their power partners? I talk a lot about what would our communication look like. I also set up, you know, I ask them if they're open to setting up consistent phone calls or emails. And so with my power partners, I meet with them once a week by a conference call to check in about where I'm at or anything new or special they need to know about my business or a promotion I might be running. I can check in with them about their business and any promotions or new things that I need to know. So I really talk to them a lot about, you know, how they run their business, how they take care of those clients, those values, the pieces to make sure that we align with how we're going to take care of those clients back and forth and make sure that we're not taking clients from each other, that we're, you know, enhancing the clients we have and really referring back and forth and gaining more business. Mm-hmm. We said a couple of things that I think are, re- I mean, all of those things are great and, and important, but I love the fact that you really start with the values, and that's one of the things that, with, that I love about eWomen Network is we have a core set of values, and everything we do is built upon that, and if you do that, then you really do attract the right people if they believe in those same values, and I love the fact that you said it's all about enhancing the client experience. So it's about adding value and really providing the highest level of service. Exactly. And I think with values, it just gives you that great foundation to start with, and you really learn a lot about somebody um, when they start to tell you what their values are. And it's not that one value is more important than the other or outweighs another value, but it just really helps me and I think it will help it helps other coaches and business owners know if they're on a good foundation and a good starting point with this potential power partner. Absolutely. Well it tells you what how aligned you are. And it you're right, it doesn't mean that there are any that are um, better, but some there might be people that have different priorities and if they are, you need to decide whether that's someone that's going to work into what you want to achieve and to what your goals are. And they may not be a, a perfect power partner for you, but they might be a perfect power partner for someone else that you know. Exactly. And I love the fact that you talk about communication and be you know really keeping that going because I think that's one of the things that people often miss they start the communication um, they have it up front and then they don't keep keep it up and then they miss 
things that are going on, they assume, and we know what happens when people assume something, that everything's going along and that they're not needed again when a quick check-in can really help um, prevent a lot of challenges or miscommunication or issues that you have to go back and instead of being proactive, you're reactive trying to fix things in the back end. Exactly, and especially if you're working with the same client at the same time. So I always ask my clients if they're working with another coach because I would like to be in communication with that coach so I know that you know they're not coaching on something completely opposite that I'm coaching on. And then with my power partners, you know, we all get busy in our business and with our clients and with our day-to-day and some of the other roles and responsibilities that we have. So, yeah, I feel like that communication piece has been really huge for my power partners. And then you know, too, along the way, are they staying engaged with you? Are they the power partner that you want or that you were looking for? Um, you know, if they have questions or let's say they try to refer you to someone or recommend you to someone, they can check in and say, you know, this gal, I tried to recommend this gal to you, and she asked this question, and I couldn't answer it. So it's a way to really just have that open dialogue and space to answer all those questions and, you know, not forget to check in with each other and remember that each other is there through the whole process. So it really, that's been really key for my success with my power partners. I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, and I love the list of some things for people to think about as they're starting to have conversations. And I'm excited to see where this concept goes. Um, how can our listeners get in touch with you if they'd learn, like to learn more about you and what you have to offer? Perfect. So they can visit my website, which is BrittanyNelson.com, and Brittany is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I, and that's BrittanyNelson.com, and they can see all about my biography and what I do and get connected with me. Perfect. Thank you very much, and I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I greatly appreciate it, too. You're welcome. We need to take a real quick break, but stay tuned. When we return, it's our success interview. You don't want to miss it. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. Today's success interview is with accomplished speaker, coach, and change maker, Arlene Peterson. We've known Arlene for several years, and she does an amazing job with building your brand and getting you really clear on what you have to offer. It's been fun watching her work with clients and build her business, and I'm so excited for our conversation today. Welcome, Arlene. Thank you. I am too, Janelle. I so enjoy spending time with you. It's always, it's always fun, and I, I always learn so much. Um, 
I'd love to start these conversations by asking our guests to share about their current business how it got started, and how it's evolved. And I know you've you know, really evolved and really found your genius, and I'd love to have you share that with us. Mm, it is. It is quite an evolution for sure. I, uh, I, started, I started as an entrepreneur when I was 12 with a babysitting business, and I really haven't worked for anybody else <laughs> in the last 20 or 30 years, whatever the math is on that. <laughs> Um, or I probably won't even share that. But um, so I ended up, I have a fine arts degree. And when I moved to Arizona, just in my mid-20s, after I'd graduated from art school, I was really looking for something to do. And I, I love design. I thought I'd be an interior designer. And so I ended up kind of working with architects at first and doing, you know, site elevations, some concept design and uh and it just it really just evolved from there because those contractors and designers they needed other things all of a sudden they needed websites they needed rfps and they needed to present themselves in a really positive way to you know be awarded these multi-million dollar contracts and i was I would look at them and what they were presenting is like, no, that's not the right messaging that needs to show up. It just, we need to refine that and we need to have it digestible and so people will understand it. And so it just kind of snowballed from there. And I ended up doing a lot of design work. And, uh, and in that time, I read a lot of, I listened to a lot of books. Um, who is it? Is it Seth Godin or um, Malcolm Gladwell? Malcolm mm-hmm. Gladwell, it says you have to, like, 10,000 hours at something, you become mm-hmm. a master. So I uh, definitely um, mastered, and you know, the design part of it, but also then the mindset and, and the strategy behind marketing and messaging and energy and that sort of thing. So it's really evolved from doing a lot of design to really working now with clients to entrepreneurs who really want to make a bigger difference to like articulate their message, getting that nailed down, getting that grounded um, who they are and what their values are, having that be expressed in all shapes in their visual brand to how they talk about their company. So it's... um, looks a little different than it started out as, but well, and, and, you know, that's actually a common theme that we that we hear, and that's why I love asking that question because newer entrepreneurs um, tend to spend a lot of time thinking about what it's going to be, and they keep saying, "I'm not ready." Mm-hmm. And I love just being able to tell them, "Just get started," because mm-hmm. wherever you start is not going to be where you go. But until you get traction, it's almost like when you're in the car, you've got to start moving for your GPS to work and for it to recalculate. You can't just, mm-hmm. you know, you sit there in, at, in your home office or your uh, office if you're in a workspace and you have all these great ideas and all these things that you just think people want. And until you get out there and actually test it and try it out, you don't really have any idea of how it's going to be received. You've got to get feedback to move forward. Mm-hmm. 
Totally, totally. Yeah, and, and I think that's one of the things about entrepreneurs is that we're so creative and we've got so much energy and we just want to create, create, and it's never perfect. Um, and, you know, I always think about Sandra Yancey saying, you know, build the plane as you fly, or fly as you build it. Mm-hmm. Um, we do. You have to just take one step at a time and... Uh, because it is. It will ultimately evolve every single year, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'd love to ask you, so how did you create the name of your company? Because I, you know, it just, it's really different, and I'd love to have you share the name and kind of your story mm-hmm. on that. Um, well, my name and brand is Be Freaking Awesome, and I was really board. I, I was living, when I started my company um, a long time ago, 17 years ago, I guess, it was, it was a really safe name. It was Peterson Design Group, and that's still the parent, parent name of my company, but it's like, okay, I need to use the word Peterson because that's my last name, so people <laughs> will know me, and then I have to have a word in there that says exactly what I do, and then a group that implies that it's bigger than I am, and, you know, it was just so uncomfortable. It was so freaking boring. <laughs> <laughs> You know when I'm in the room because I'm probably wearing something really bright and fuchsia or something. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just I was looking at what I was doing for my clients, and I was really helping them look, feel, and be freaking awesome in their business. It was just like they got to explode and be more of themselves and be really good with that. Um, and so... And like all marketing, we want to, we got to talk about our customers, not about ourselves. It's, they don't respond to talk, listening to about us, you know. It's all about them um, and the results that they really want. So it just seemed like a good fit. And it just makes people happy every time I give my email address out or something. It just, it's fun, and I like that a lot. Yeah, no, and I, I love that because it really, it, it really just evokes a, a smile, and it's it's just it makes you feel happy. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you, as a brand expert, what are some of the pros and cons of using your name in your business? Hmm. Well, I think that there's, you know, in so many cases, there's a lot of. Um, if you're building like a thought leadership platform where you do want to be speaking and uh, you're the go-to person for something, um, definitely I would say using your name is the best bet. It, um, it just makes you more recognizable like that. Mm-hmm. The, uh, but at the other end, if you don't plan on selling your business um, or your packages, that kind of thing Uh Um, to someone else in the future. It depends on your business model and what your exit plan. Um, You know, being something memorable, like be freaking awesome or design pickle or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, Uh um, having something that's memorable, people, you know, that has a lot of advantages too. And it's kind of a mindset piece um, or a state of mind 
I suppose, uh-huh. a, a tribe that people want to be part of. Um, it's quite often people want to come up to me and like, oh, I want to be freaking awesome like you. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> like it's just, it's, it's just something. It's just something else. It kind of takes on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. I know when we named our company "Turn Knowledge to Profit," you know, we really thought about what are you know what are we trying to do? Who are we trying to reach? And I love it because when we introduce ourselves, people say, "I want to do that. I want to know more." And that's mm-hmm. part of what you want to do is you want to get their attention. Mm-hmm. Totally. And I think that I think that what you named your company too is really brilliant because there are you know, there's so many entrepreneurs and they feel like the best kept secret. They've got all this great knowledge, they're uh-huh. doing amazing things, but nobody knows about them and they don't know how to monetize that. Uh-huh. So yeah. I kudos to you guys. I really love that too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the book um, Made to Stick talks about using names that are memorable. And I think that's important. And I think if there's any way you can tell people what you do, that's great. But really, when you're introducing yourself and your company, you want to have something where people say, I want to know more. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we try to almost when we're introducing ourselves or talking about what we do, people almost you almost feel like you're getting you know, thrown up on. It's just there's so mm-hmm. much information and you've got to weed out what's important. And I, it's just give them just enough to pique their interest and continue the conversation. To me, that's a success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's actually the biggest, if I were to say anything today is a big takeaway, is to really edit yourself. Like in anything that shows up, any of your marketing messages, anything you want to put out there, what does not need to be there? Just like boil it down to the smallest common denominator so that people can just really recognize it. I have a term called digestible chunks. It's not the prettiest term, but it's like we really need to give people just enough of a taste to be able to digest it and process it. So like, oh, okay, I get that. Uh Yeah, I want that. No, I love that. And, you know, I think when people introduce themselves, they just, they do have so much to share, which is fine. It doesn't mean you can't share Mm -hmm. it, but do it in a way, and I love that term, digestible chunks, because do it in a way where someone can think about it and always kind of the best response you can get is when you're looking at someone, or I can even tell it over the phone, and you can see their wheels turning, their thinking mm-hmm. about it, they're processing it. That means to me that it's, you've got success. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. And the thing is, too, when you're having conversations, if you're networking, you want to be asking them a lot of questions and be interested in what they're saying. So mm-hmm. you can actually shift, you can listen for their values and what they care about, and you can shift the way you speak about whatever you're doing in order that resonates with that particular person um, when you do talk about what you do. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. We need to take a real quick break, but when we come back, I want to continue this conversation and have you share just a little bit about um, some of the products and programs that you work, use to work with people because I think it's important for people to understand what some of the options are. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. You're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit, and I'm your host, Janelle McCauley. In our success interview today, we're talking with Arlene Peterson. And if you missed our conversation before the break, you want to go back and listen to it because she really talked about her evolution of her business. And I think so often as a business owner, we think of, you know, that we have to know everything when we get started, and we don't. So go back and listen to that. And I'd love to shift the conversation a little bit, Arlene, and ask you um, about how you work with people. I call it your your products and programs. Um, One of the things I love about what you do is, you know, people try to create all these different programs because they think that's what people want, but you've really done it because you know what they need. You've seen success, and I love the way that you put it together. So that's what you're offering. Those are your ideal clients and the people you'd love to work with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, um, it actually, by cre- really showing up and knowing that you're the expert and you actually know better what they need than they do oh. <laughs> and when you really understand it. And you can go in as the expert, like a doctor. We're not going to tell a doctor, well, I think you want, you know, you should fix me like this or I just need this leg fixed, but don't worry about the other leg right now or <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really 
I really kind of, and I struggled with this for quite a while, like how do I work with my clients in a way that serves them well, that actually is enjoyable for me? And so that looks like a couple of different things. You know, like I have a VIP day where it's all day we spend like the day video conferencing, getting really clear on their message and, and their mindset piece so we can launch everything off. And it doesn't involve any design whatsoever. It's more strategy and messaging. Um, but, you know, the other thing is, too, is like, yeah, I, I can, after doing what I've been doing for so long, I can anticipate what they need. So, you know, sometimes there are larger packages where it's, oh, you need a logo and a website. So you can, that's like a great foundation for you to get started and start making money. You know, I don't believe, like, really look. The thing is, too, about the packages is you want to look at your ideal client's ultimate pain points. And those pain points are what they have an urgent need for. It, they are looking for a solution for that. So when creating packages, we really need to address those as, okay, this package addresses this problem and this problem, and I can do it like this. And it may mean that there's some of it's coaching, some of it's actually production work. Um, you have to really have a good idea of what your ideal clients, their pain is, and what specifically you can solve that with and mm -hmm. what works. Because when you, that puts you in a powerful position too. It's like when we, when we move the dial and try to sh sh create something new for every client because they have, you know, something or else, it puts us in a really reactive position uh -huh. um, instead of going in as an expert, which is way more peaceful and calm in my work, my experience. And, and I agree. I agree with you there because I think so often as entrepreneurs, you know, we say, well, this is what they say they need. So this is what I'm going to create. And what we're doing is we need to stay more knowing what we know as the expert. And I think you end up getting better results because, mm -hmm. you know, it's, they, they think they know what they need, but we really know what they need. Mm -hmm. You've done it enough. You've seen it over time. You've really developed something that works. So oftentimes our job as an entrepreneur is to make sure they, hear, be, they felt heard and validated and seen and then really take them down that path so they're going to get the results that they need, even if though they know, don't know that that's exactly what they need, um, because right. that's why they're coming to you. And then you get those incredible testimonials and success stories and people have great success in what they're doing. We just, when we try to customize everything, we're giving them what they think they want and we know it's not really what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing that shows up there, too, is that, you know, we have this idea of what we think people will spend, and, you know, we create, we can sabotage ourselves in creating packages that only give 
you know, to that price point or what we think they're going to actually purchase instead of like owning it and knowing that, wow, it really is going to take six months for this, you to get exactly what you need because there's going to be all these breakdowns or whatever. Uh Um, And you want to have clients with great results because they talk about you or they, they're great referral sources and, and having an awesome testimonial is worth a lot. It is. And, and I think it's important because if they don't, if they only get part of it, you know that they're not going to get the business results that they're looking for. So I think it's our mm-hmm. job to make sure that people understand what they're going to be getting and be really clear on what they're looking for. And it just might be and. I know this is a really hard thing for people to sometimes get, but it just might be that right now they're not our ideal client, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do agree with you with, with the pricing, because I think sometimes we tell that story in our head, well, this is all they're going to pay. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've done some options with people thinking, okay, well, well you know, we're going to give them a couple different choices, because they really are choices, and, and either one would right. be very successful. And then, on, on, you know, we look at it, and sometimes they cho- choose the one that we're surprised at, but... Mm-hmm. We made assumptions, so we've learned to say, okay, here's what your options are. Pick the mm-hmm. one that you're ready to move forward with and, and let them mm-hmm. decide and not self-select for them. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's not fair for us to choose for them. And the other thing about that is, like, that is a breakthrough. Them saying yes to themselves at that particular moment and putting money down, It like, maybe more money than they've ever spent on any product or personal development or whatever, you know, that causes, that's a breakthrough in itself. And that causes them to be and think differently uh-huh. and be way more resourceful. And so it's just, it's a really nice chain reaction. So it's actually a disservice to them on, on many levels and taking that away from them. It is. And, you know, we were both at an event not too long ago where um, Vanessa Shaw was teaching. And, you know, Mm -hmm. she asks, you know, can I help this person? And I'd say most of the time for all of us, we can say yes. But then you have to ask yourself, do I want to? And, Mm -hmm. you know, she really got me thinking differently about who those ideal clients are. And just because you can serve someone doesn't mean that, you, you know, they're really the right person for you right now. So really mm-hmm. be clear on who you want to work with, what you want to do, how you can help them. And, you know, that's where to spend your time because there's plenty of clients mm-hmm. out there. So if you're not finding your ideal clients, then maybe you need to shift a little bit where you're looking. And it could be that it's, you talk about that mindset piece, it could be that someone is not ready to start working with clients at that level if Mm -hmm. they might have some mindset work they have to do to move forward. Oh, yeah, totally. I think being an entrepreneur is (laughs) really a PhD in in personal development, for sure. And and it's true, like when you, or at least I've found this in the past, when I've worked with non-ideal clients, they didn't appreciate what I was doing as much. It was harder to get paid. You know, like all these different things happen, and it really erodes your confidence in what you're providing. So... My advice in this particular situation is to look at those 
clients you really love to work with? Like really nail down their characteristics and what do they do and what are they up to? And so you have such a really clear profile of like knowing and you can like be so ninja and recognize uh-huh. that when you meet someone. It's like, ooh, I can, I would love to work with you. Absolutely. And if you're not meeting them, you know, you and I have talked a lot at at networking. You know, if you're not meeting your clients, look at where you're networking. Um, Mm -hmm. And if they're not there, maybe you need to take a step back and say, where do they hang out? You know, Mm -hmm. who do I want to be meeting? And I think being clear about that helps attract them. And Mm -hmm. then you start showing up differently and they show up differently. Yeah. And the other thing is, too, is it doesn't always have to be formal networking. Uh-huh. You know, like one of the biggest things that I talk about is really honing in on your values. What do you really care about? What's really are you passionate about? And go spend time there because there's other people with those same shared values. And those are the people that buy from you. Uh-huh. It's like it's it's so it's so easy when that happens. You know, when you just are more of you and and do things that make you happy um, in different groups, it just shows up way more quickly. Absolutely. And find those great strategic partners um, who can make referrals. Because I always tell people, even if your ideal client isn't somebody you're talking to, everyone knows hundreds of people. So that goes back to, you know, our conversation on you know, being really clear on who you want to attract and what you're trying to accomplish and your ideal client and on your marketing message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I do is like when I'm working with my clients on on their ideal clients, like what are those red flags? What are those type of people that you don't want to work with? And then put that in your marketing message. Like Uh if you're looking for a quick fix or, you know, the most inexpensive thing, you know, you're not going to find it here. I'm not your person. You know, it like I don't like to waste time. So I think that, you know, the more we can be clear in our message and have that doing the heavy lifting for us, the better because that'll – you know, eliminate so many of those wasted conversations or, you know, or, yeah, wasted conversations, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So, I think absolutely having a message that attracts your ideal client and repels the clients that really aren't your ideal clients um, is actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. So. I I know there's so much more that you have that you could share, but I can't believe our time is um, at an end. So can you tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and your business? Oh, sure. It's, um, my website is BeFreakingAwesome.com. So that's a great place to start. And uh, of course, you can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. But BeFreakingAwesome.com works for me. Perfect. And we will put a link to your website on our Turn Knowledge to Profit radio page, too, so people can connect with you. So as we end our time together, can you give our listeners just one piece of advice that um, they can use to start building their brand and their message? Um, One piece of advice, just really get clear on your why. Like, Really, why do you do what you do? 
there's a lot of different things you could be doing in this world, but what is it that really has you passionate about what you're doing? And and have that in your message and brand. And that the energy of that as well. Like if you're if you've got a really vibrant personality, just, you know, have everything be vibrant and fun or or if it's you know, the exact opposite, just be really um like if you're an accountant or something like that, have it be really stable and whatever it, whatever feels right for you. That would be a place to start. Perfect. Thank you. And I invite all of our listeners to check out your brand because it is just, it's, it is so much fun and it is so you. Thank you so much for your time today, Arlene. Thank you. It's been fun, Janelle. We need to take another real quick break, and when we come back, it's our business builder. Stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. As always, I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to talk about how you can serve a much bigger audience with your current products and services by repurposing your existing content. I love this topic because I love to be able to repurpose content and not be able and not have to create new content each time. But I'd love to have you, Michael, explain what repurposing your content means, because I don't think a lot of people understand it. Well, you know, Janelle, a lot of people think that to build out a product line with entry level, mid range and high end premium products, they need to create a new product every time. But that's just not the case. Repurposing really means doing more with what you already have. It means that you can keep your great, great content and just change the format, change it to fit different audiences, different needs. You know, we worked uh, a while back with a coach. Uh, we were in her structured coaching program, uh, and this coach was Lisa Sasevich. And she used to always say, don't change your message, change your audience. And there's real power in that because as a coach, you have a core message and there's no reason for you to continually create new messages or create new products. Really take that same message and repurpose it so that you can use it for entry level products and services, mid range products and services, and premium products and services. Well, and I know that's one of the reasons we always love to see what other coaches, speakers, and authors are doing because 
I know we often get ideas of how we can use what we've already got and maybe try it a different way to reach a different audience. So now that people understand what it is, the next question is, how do coaches, authors, and speakers repurpose their content? Well, you know, it's interesting because we generate so much content today. And I would bet that every coach or speaker or author who's out there has lots and lots of content, you know, lying around, if you will. And they really just need to look at that and repurpose it or think of different ways that they could use it. So for example, if you have a blog, and most people do have a blog today, could you take a series of posts that are related to one another and string those together to create an ebook? So rather than writing an ebook from scratch, you take your existing content, your blog, and you repurpose it into an ebook. Um, another example might be, um, could you use an existing web course that you have, an existing e-course, as the basis for that book you've always wanted to write? Or could you package that e-course with some one-on-one -on -one coaching at a higher price point as a VIP program? So there's lots of ways to repurpose things. Um, you know, for us, I mean, for, for one example is we have a podcast like this. And what we do is we have segments of that podcast transcribed. We use Fiverr, so they'll transcribe up to 15 minutes for $5. And then we clean up that transcription and we use that for our blog posts. So we get double use out of it. So there are lots and lots of different ways to repurpose your content. You just have to step back and think out of the box a little bit. Think about uh, how could I use this existing product or service that I have and change it so that it appeals to and is useful for a different audience. Now, those are some great ideas. And I know that you can also use your blog for tweets and Facebook posts, pull out, pull out some of your favorite quotes and turn them into memes that you can post on Facebook or on Pinterest if that's your audience. So I think that's another great thing to do. Also, we ask our podcast hosts if they have a blog that they'd like to share that really reinforces the message on the radio show. So look for other opportunities to share your message and to expand your reach to a new audience. I think sometimes we get caught in that paradigm of, you know, this is the traditional way to do it. And I think that most successful entrepreneurs are the ones that are looking at non-traditional ways and really getting out of the box to look at how can they reach their ideal clients. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And in fact, you, you reminded me that we do something else with this podcast as well. We do that that meme post in Facebook. We take the transcribed podcast and we do post it to our blog, but we also go through it and pull out quotes. We then use pair those up with pictures and use those for uh, meme posts. So uh, we actually get three uses out of just the one podcast. So you know, I think you're absolutely right. You just need to sort of step back and think about what are different ways that I could do things? What are different ways that I could use the content that I already have? Um, another great example was uh, you mentioned that we have 
guests give them the opportunity to post to our blog as well. So that's even more content that we can create without having to actually create anything. Uh, again, there's so much content that you create. Um, you, you're, you're so close to it, you don't even notice it, I'm sure. But you can use that content in different ways. Um, and there's nothing wrong with taking a, a blog that you have and then going out and videoing yourself doing that blog and post that to YouTube or post that somewhere else. Um, there's just all sorts of ways that you can uh, repurpose content. Well, and we've even been talking because we're in some Facebook groups and we've gone to events and what we're doing is sharing some of our shows where we've interviewed people that are in part of those groups so people can get to know them at a deeper level, which we hadn't even thought of before. So I think there's a lot of opportunities to just brainstorm and look at ways you can share it. So what would you say is the first step to get people started in repurposing? Well, you know, the first step really, in my view, the first step in anything is really looking at what your clients want or need. So it's not just a matter of how many different ways can you repurpose a particular product or service that you have, but it's really stopping and looking and saying, okay, if I want to appeal to a different audience or a bigger audience, um, what do they want? What do they need? What, what appeals to them? Uh, and it depends on age group a lot of times. It depends on industry. It depends on the topic. Uh, a lot of different things. But um, take your one-on-one -on -one coaching, for example. You may be doing coaching with a, a limited number of people because your time is valuable. You know, can you repurpose that coaching in some way into a recorded session? Now, when you record it, is the audience you're trying to appeal to, do they like audio recordings or do they tend to like videos or do they tend to like some combination of those? In, in fact, we just started to work with a marketing person. They had a free offer to do a five day marketing challenge. So we took them up on it. We started the challenge and their content came both in an email and then in a video. So they had repurposed it for two different audiences. Some people like to see it some people like to actually read it. So you could either read the email and get all the instructions you needed to do the assignment for that day, or you could just watch the video and get the same instructions. So they repurposed it that way. Uh, and I suspect that based on what I see in that video, they're probably going to use it in some other way as well. I just don't know what that way is yet. But um, So that's a, an example of really looking at what your client wants and needs and then appealing to that. Um, the next thing you want to do is take a look at what products and services you already have and where are the holes in your program ladder. So are you missing mid-level products and services? Are you missing premium products and services? Where is the place where you can naturally plug a hole with a, some repurposed content? Um, and that's really what we do in, in, in our strategy roadmap. We really look at what your client needs are, what your go uh, company goals are, and what your personal desires are, and then take a look at that, look at your existing products and services, and then figure out where we can start to plug other things in to create a fully diverse product ladder, uh, entry level, medium range, and premium products and services. 
And I love that because I really challenge all of our listeners to look at your products, look at what you're doing, look at how you're using your information and materials, and find at least one other way to use it, use part of it to get your message out. And I invite you to go to our Facebook page at Turn Knowledge to Profit and share your questions about repurposing or share how you're using your material, how you're repurposing it. And if you're interested in learning more about repurposing or creating a strategy roadmap, send an email to michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Share your questions. Let us know how we can support you and join us again next week. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I want to thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I want to remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas. And also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for our future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits.